Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Well, welcome back. This is James Stentley here. I'm your host. And if I'm here, then it must be Friday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And welcome to the James Stentley Show. You know, I'm really excited, guys. But I'm always excited. You know, life is always good. Every day is good. Some just happen to be better. So remember, we don't just think outside the box because in our world, there is no box. Look, I have a very special guest, a gentleman that's very close to me, near and dear to me. I watch him glow and blossom. I mean, he's so masterful. And, you know, as I recap my story and look at the breadcrumbs through my life, um, I know how I got to where I am. I mean, it's simply incredible that in 1994, I had pretty much lost everything and I was living in a car in Atlanta, Georgia. You heard stories like this. I told that story once on social media and someone got mad. All right, another in the car story. And that wasn't my story. It wasn't pretty. I'm not bragging about it. It was pretty tough, man. And uh, it just wasn't a good time. But someone put a vision in me that helped me get through it. And hopefully my story and my special guest, his story can inspire the heart, you know, ignite the spirit, expand the mind, and that we can go out there and live our best life ever. Because it's not over and until we win, until you win. I believe that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So speak and speak life and speak right now. Before I bring Jose in, Jose, I want to talk about some principles of success. And we can elaborate on this stuff. A majority of the show, I'm dedicated to our conversations because we got a lot of stories. But uh, I want to talk about principles of success by Og Mandino. Og Mandino uh, wrote a book called The Greatest Salesman. And um, his institute is being run and is and founded by Mr. David Blanchard, who is a dear friend, and his son, Paul, who are both incredible men who were very uh, gracious to come speak at our event next August. And they've been on our show. Uh, they promoted different things that we do. We promote what they do. We endorse that. And I want to give you guys some updates before I go into this of all exciting things that are taking place. Because next week, I fly out to California. I'm going to fly to L.A. to meet with a dear, dear friend of mine, uh, Eric Zuli, And I got to have him on the show next week because Eric, I've been on several of his, his podcasts and his radio shows. He's a media icon on the West Coast and overseas. And Easy Way is just an organization, a media organization that continues to grow and expand because the integrity in which they run their business and the humility of which Eric operates with, but it's called a quiet intensity because he's a very powerful, powerful man, but he's so quiet about it, but he's a true visionary. And I know where he gets it from because I know his dad, Jim. And anybody got the same name as me, got to be pretty good. <laughs> well, you know what? On August 30th, uh, he's going to have the uh, Easy Way Wall of Fame Golden Gala Awards benefit. Uh, they've been very gracious to me. We've gotten several awards together, been a great friend to me. And they are honoring me by giving away an, an award in my name, the James Stentley Mentorship Award. And, you know, I think, you know, when I received the Legacy Award from City Gala, the first one he ever had, and getting that award with along with uh, other awardees, which were not as prestigious, like uh, Matthew McConaughey got one, Ashton Kusher got one. Uh, who else was there? Jesus Christ. Uh, a few other people were there. Jack Canfield was there from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Frank Shankowitz, great people who've done some incredible things. I feel so honored and blessed because when I look back on my life and I look back on those breadcrumbs, that's how did I get here? But through that, I've been able to evaluate the steps and the challenges 
and my emotions and my actions within those challenges. And now I'm able to teach other people how to do the same. You know, today we're working with the executive club in Chicago. We're about to launch our own version of that in different states throughout the country where we bring high-end executives together. You know, when I have my speaker camp, for those of you who know about Inspired to Speak Action Camp, we had 30 people downtown Chicago with the top Fortune 500 companies and their executives uh, to hear from Governor Pritzker. And there were about two, about 25 of us at the head table. I had the pleasure of being at the head table, being the only African-American at the head table uh, there, and now asked to uh, to be on the board there, and then launch our own version of that. So we're excited, you know, to, to be there with the owners of the Chicago Cubs and White Sox and the former president of the Federal Reserve. You know, I'm not saying it to impress anyone. I'm saying it because to have that type of access, you know, there's some things that had to happen along the way. And now some things that I experienced in about 20, 30 years ago now make perfect sense. When at the time, there were just things. When someone told me, like Carl Patillo, when I'm looking at all these, these books in his home, like Success Magazine and The Rob Report, we're talking about the early 90s, and he saw me looking at his magazines, and he said, yes, you have to keep yourself well-read because when you're on first class, when you're flying first class, you want to be able to handle the conversation about uh, events of the day. And at the time, I had never flown first class, and now that's all I fly. So, And now I understand that it was in preparation, even though it was by 1992. So we're talking about 20, 30 years ago, being prepared for the moment. And I believe that each and every one of us, all of us, every last one of you guys, that we're being prepared for a moment to come because of the impact that we make in the world, and the world needs us more than ever now because of many, many factors. So I want to talk about these principles. I want to talk about the, the TV show we're coming up that we're launching. We're launching a cable show in Chicago. We've done several videos. And when you go to YouTube and Google uh, that, you'll see I interviewed about 18 of our students from the uh, speaker camp on television. They got a chance to meet the governor whose family owns Hyatt Regency. He's worth about $3.5 billion, but he shared his vision. And we had three tables, and they were next to uh, – corporate companies and bank presidents and the, the president of Bank of America. And they only had one table and they, everybody would find out who our group was and who were they with. And that was pretty cool. So they got a chance to take some, some VIP pictures with a lot of people and network and exchange business cards and, and look and see where it falls. So we're going to be going into corporate coaching because of that. And within that, we're now about to get us a, an executive suite at the United Center with the Chicago uh, Bulls Bank and the Blackhawks and the concert. So we'll have this executive suite to really be able to paint the right picture, to create the right optics and the right experience for our high-end clients because we want to get people who play at a high level to come and join us so we can give back to people who need help right now. And not just money, but also we need access. We need education. We need somebody to believe in us. We need to have, you know, most people that I know and when I grew up, it was like playing Monopoly. And you know, in a Monopoly, everybody starts off with $1,500. So imagine that most people, especially people from the inner city, it's like you're playing Monopoly, but you start off with zero and you have to go around the same board. And it just really doesn't work. So I'm so thankful to people like Eric. And, and now with his streaming mm -hmm. network, we're about to launch our TV show on his network and then launch our own network on his platform. So we have the Inspired to Speak Network. And with Les Brown, we'll do Kings of Motivation. With some other incredible speakers, we'll do Queens of Inspiration. We're going to have sports shows. Uh, our, our basketball league is flourishing. We, now we've signed contracts for the play over in Asia. And we have these NBA players, 24 to 34, that are retired playing in Asia. And then next year, we can be able to play a, a small season in the United States after 
the uh, NBA Finals are over. So a lot of things are just really going our way. I'm so honored and humbled, but I'm most thankful for each and every one of you who plug in. I'm going to ask you to continue to share. You know, next week I'm going to be in California in Los Angeles. Hey, Devon, I'll be there to see you. I need you. I need a ride. And uh, I'm going to meet there with uh, some the executives with Live Nation. And Live Nation, they run all the, the concerts for Beyonce and Jay-Z and uh, all the book tours for Warren Buffett, Michelle Obama, Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino, all those guys. And I've been recommended to, to ask them if they would represent me out on a speaker tour, but also that let us have access to some of those speakers and celebrity to bring them to our events to create a higher profile. Uh, we've got our PR people in place. A lot of great things are happening. So let's deep sea dive into the principles of success so I can get Jose Baez on here for 40 minutes as we wrap this thing up. I want you to write these things down if you can. If you cannot, you can simply go to www.thejamesdentleyshow.com and go to the replays. And there are several replays. You definitely want to hear them. You've been having a lot of fun sharing, exploring, and digging deep as we turn the soil over in our minds so we can put new seeds in there. And with the right nutrition, with sunshine, with with positive reinforcement, with hope and possibility, then we can grow ourselves into a future for a better tomorrow. The first uh, principle of success is engage. Today, I will act now. I will act right now. That means I will walk where failure feels to walk. I will talk when failure tells me to be silent. I will call on 10 when failure says that one may be enough. I will act now. We all want more out of life. We all want to build our own life, and we want to build it with our own clay, not someone else's. But Augmandino says that we are like a grain of wheat. He says there's three scenarios with this wheat that we are just like. He said, number one, one grain of wheat is to be put in a sack, dumped into a stall, and fed to swine. That means we waste our life. We're put into a sack. We just conform. We're dumped into a stall. We're just being pushed around from here to there. We have no will of our own. We've given it up and fed the swine, and it's a waste. The second one is, is that we're ground in the flour, we're made in the bread, broken open, and devoured, devoured by the wills of others. You ever had one of those jobs where somebody dictated to you what time you had to get up, what time you had to you could go to bed, when you could take a break, when you could eat, when you had to stop eating, when you, when you could take a vacation, if you got a vacation, and then how much you're worth. That means they turn over their future to someone else. The third scenario by Augmandino says that we can be planted into the darkness of the soil. Ah, yeah. To stretch and ripen and grow to become all that we are meant to be. But as we are, as grain is, is planted in the soil, it re, it's, re, it's relied, relying on the nutrients from the sun, the rain, and the wind. But we're not a grain of sand that we can make a decision. We can go out there and seek our nutrients while they wait for that. And understand that when you're going out to reach your goals and dreams that are in front of each and every one of us, that we're going to stumble. That's part of our growth. You're going to stumble before you reach your goals. But don't worry about that because the only thing that does not stumble is a worm. And we're not a worm. We're not onion prints. We are men and women and children of our great creator of the most high, of our mighty God and the definition of you would choose that God to be for you. That we can do things because in the beginning God created and we're born in that image and all we do is create. Number two, embrace challenges. Stop resisting and resenting. Cut it out. Resentment is like drinking poison Kool-Aid and hoping the other person dies. Resisting the inedible. So you have to understand how to work with the law instead of already fighting the law. 
Stop resisting what happens because learn to grow. See, people who win at the highest level, instead of moaning and complaining, they ask themselves better questions like, what am I supposed to learn here? Everything you experience is an opportunity to grow. Everyone you experience, it can be a great example or they can be a terrible, terrible reminder. These are opportunities in disguise. So don't resist or resent. Learn to handle challenges because when you can lift one challenge, it prepares you to lift the next challenge as well. Okay. Now, number three, connect and serve. Listen to people and ask questions. Learn to be more interested than interesting. Listen and ask questions. Find out what people want and then learn how to create value in that conversation. But it's called listening with intent. And don't drag around fast past failures and past hurts. They don't serve anyone. Okay. They don't just don't do that. Ask questions and learn how to fall in love with yourself. I know how to fall in love with others because the one thing I learned is that you can love someone. That doesn't mean you have to have them near to you, next to you. You can love them across the street, but love them for them and not for you to take the motive off of it. And that will, that will really impact the way you show up in their lives and you can control the response. Because the one thing I've learned is that the only thing, person I could control was me. The only person I needed to control was me. Learn to become inner directed where most people are outer directed. Now, Number four is to create value. Hmm. When I was in China with Mike Wang and Roger Salam, dear friends of mine, Mike Wang said something pretty profound to me, but it's very simple. He said, if you want to be successful, you have to be good, you have to be useful. Push yourself. Build that muscle until that muscle cries for relief. Push it. Push through the tough times. Create value. Learn to serve. It's difficult sometimes because sometimes you feel as though people are taking advantage well, no, man, you're building up the muscle of love and giving. You greedy stay with love in your heart. You want to be happy, you got to be positive. I always tell a joke, and I put it on my son, and I said, look, we have to be positive in our household. He came home, he said, Dad, I'm afraid I failed my math test. I said, no, son, you got to be positive. He said, okay, Dad, I'm positive I failed my math test. <laughs> Learn to be positive, guys. We can take anything and we can laugh at it. You know, Victor Frankl said when he was in – in prison in Nazi Germany, where all his friends and family members were, were sent to the gas chambers. He never, he wrote this in his book. He said, two men both trapped behind prison bars. One man saw the mud, the other man saw the stars. Create value everywhere you go. Work harder, make more calls, drink every single minute, cut out procrastination, destroy procrastination with action. You bury doubt with your faith and you destroy fear with your confidence. Take control. Bury, destroy, Move, push away those things don't serve you. You do that by focusing on, focusing on the things above your head, not those things below your feet. Always keep your eye on the goal and only quality people. And number five, contribute. You know, one of the big blessings of my life is that uh, we've had a lot of trials and tribulations, but I would have never thought years ago I would be on somebody's board. I used to see a board of directors for these different nonprofits and organizations. I said, wow. One day I can be important enough to be on the board. Everybody wants me on their board, and it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> so be careful what you wish for, trust me, guys. But it's very honorable because, you know, during the summer, every summer, we feed a hot uh, breakfast and lunch, gourmet, catered, lunch, breakfast and lunch, to about 50 to 75 kids five days a week. And that brings the most joy to my heart, my heart. not the swimming pools and the jacuzzis, and, you know, all three of them, <laughs> and all the cars and all that stuff, and all the places we get a chance to go, that we get a chance to contribute. You want to fill your heart with joy 
and peace and find significance and purpose is in contributing and helping someone else who cannot help themselves. And I'm not talking about the people who refuse to work. And, you know, you don't take, you can't take care of them. They got to, they have to participate in their own rescue. But I'm talking about kids, veterans, seniors, people who paid the price or people who, who did nothing to be, and they didn't ask to be here, but they need our help. They need our direction. They need our example. They need our love. But sometimes the love can be tough love. But we have to contribute. And now the things we get a chance to, to do with nonprofits, with over six figures of nonprofits every year, multiple six figures, it's a blessing because it doesn't hurt us because every time we make a difference, God replenishes us. He was right. The book was right. It says he'll pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to hold it. Now, as I transition to Jose Baeza, we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to go the rest of the show, and I want you to hear this young man's amazing story. He's a dear friend. He's a colleague. He's a business partner and someone I love to death. I'm going to bring back the amazing Jose Baeza. Jose Baeza, excuse me. <laughs> Jose Baeza. And um, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you're listening to black friday every friday here on the voice america empowerment channel grow evolve change You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm here with our very special guest and a dear friend of mine, Mr. Jose Baeza. You're on mute right now. You want to unmute that, buddy? But I want you guys to know this gentleman is just a marvel. I met this young man almost a decade ago. And I'll never forget this. My daughter, I think it was her 21st birthday. We were in uh, Los Angeles. I took her to Vegas for, for nine days. And we were leaving Vegas to go to Los Angeles to speak at an event with a good friend of mine, Bill Walsh. And while we're on the road, Bill gives me a call, say, hey, man, how far are you away? I said, probably about an hour. He said, well, hurry. I've got a gentleman here who wants to be your client. 
He's got $5,000. Anybody knows Bill that's going to come up $5,000 and he wants you to coach him. So hurry up and get here. I said, okay, Bill, I'll be there. So we get there and uh, my daughter had never seen me speak. She had never been involved in this world. And um, we get there and we meet this young man. He was very quiet. I'll never forget because he and my daughter Paris are great friends now and my son, Jay Ford. But I remember Paris kept asking, why is he following us around? I said, Paris, relax. It's okay. It's okay. You know, when you write a check, when you put that MasterCard up and start clapping that, that American Express, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> and, and, you know, we got a chance to chat, and he wanted me to coach him. And he was just such a remarkable person with a remarkable spirit. Now, I'm saying this to all of you who are listening, but I'm also saying it to him because I, don't want, him, I want him to remember. Because right. he was so shy. He was an introvert. I'm not going to share all the stories that he has shared with me through his coaching and the things that was holding him back. But today he is extremely successful. Today he has more excursions and adventures than anybody I've ever known. When we go to different states and we go to California, he'll rent a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or a Tesla or the best of the best. He lives in some of the mansions that next to the top celebrities. He's, and he's a real estate mogul now. He's in funding business. He's a marketing genius. He's helped me and a part owner of NBCU Global as well, helped me build our business when we were nothing. So Jose, I want to welcome you, my friend, to the show. Thank you, James. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of go ahead. A lot of that we had. So definitely looking forward to even more. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of funny, man. We were just talking the other day because you just moved into a new office. You just expanded again. And you said, uh, hey, man, when, you know, when, when, when can I get on your show? I said, hey, you can get on the show tomorrow. <laughs> I wasn't going to have anybody on the show today intentionally. But when you said that, I said, oh, my God, you got so much stuff to share. So do me a favor. Can you share with everyone a little bit about your story, man? Because we all have one. Absolutely. My story is just like anyone else. We all started somewhere. And just like James had mentioned, I, actually, I started being very shy. Um, back when I was in high school, I was so shy that I would sit by myself. Anyone would approach me. I would not even give him the time of day, not because I didn't want to speak with him, but rather because I was just so scared. I was scared of getting denied. I was scared of what if, uh, you know, just situations that I didn't even know why I was scared of. Point was that that was affecting my social life. And I would, I was considered a loner, somebody that didn't really knew how to communicate with people, didn't have friends, people liked me, but I just didn't really communicate with anyone. And because of that, I got to the point where I was graduating from high school and I did not know what I wanted to do. I, I thought that maybe I had to go to college. I went to my counselor and my counselor said, you know what? I know that you want to go to the Culinary Institute of Arts, but you can't afford it. So I've never gotten denied. And when she denied me, I felt so bad that I figured, okay, if money is the problem, then I need to figure out how do I get money? And that's when my entrepreneurship career started and the idea of entrepreneurship. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur when one of my teachers said, if you want to make a lot of money, you want to be an entrepreneur. And that's when I started that click. It was a moment. It was literally seconds um, that I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I did not, at that point, I didn't know what that meant. Uh, so I Googled entrepreneurship. Actually, back then it wasn't Google. I AOL'd it. So <laughs> I searched it up on AOL. And even though I didn't know what it was. I knew that that's what I wanted to be. And that's when I started opening up doors that I didn't know existed. I started going to seminars. I started reading books. I started learning about law of attraction. I started 
trying to open up my mind to different ideas, to new ideas that I didn't know existed. And that's when I started opening, uh, that's when I started uh, meeting new people such as Bill, such as yourself. I started meeting other entrepreneurs, other people that were also in the same path as I was. And my mind expanded. And once the mind has expanded, it can't go back to its original form. So you know, once I fly in a private jet, how do I go back to uh, flying spirit? I can't, you know, as much as I would love to. It's just, it's just not right, you know. Um, but I got a chance to meet other, other entrepreneurs, other people. That's the lifestyle of having good people around is really what what's all about. It's not about the money. It's always about the energy and the mindset. And as long as I have the right mindset. Everything always flows the right way. But it, it took a while. You know, it, it, it's, I've been going through, I went through depression at that moment. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. Um, I had to learn all the skills that normally someone has to learn or no, normally someone would learn in years. I had to do it in, in a couple of years because I just wasn't, I wasn't happy. You know, I went through depression for a couple of years. I, 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 I did contemplated suicide around that time. I just, so I was so frustrated that I didn't know how do I get to the next level? How do I get to be um, a good speaker? How do I even get to communicate with people? If I was scared of, of speaking in public or I was, even, I was just scared of talking to anyone in particular. So how, how do I do that? You know, so I was, I was super, but it's just about a matter of just keeping an, um, on an open mind. And that's really what helped me get to where I'm at. And just being humble and, and serving. Now, you know what, man? It's fascinating because you, you said a lot of rich things there for the people who can hear and really paying attention. If you can, make sure you go to, to thejamesdittneyshow.com. You can hear it fully a lot clearer. But also, you can go get the replay as well. But look, man, you went from, from being shy and being introverted. And you all the skills that you have, I watched you self-educate you educated yourself. You immerse yourself and apply yourself and you do so many things well. And now you're not that same person. Uh, you are in heart and spirit, but you're not in being tentative because you understand there's no power in being tentative. So what, in your words, man, uh, God never asked you this question, so I'll, I'll throw it out there. In your words, what made you, how did you and I get together? How did that, how was that experience for you? You know what? It was a very unique experience because it was scary. First of all, um, when I, w I remember when I first met Bill and I didn't know anything about seminars, I didn't know anything about personal development and just even going to someone that I consider super successful, uh, it was very intimidating. You know, th this is a person that has so much in my mind, I'm thinking this person has it all and here it is giving me the time of day. Um, just to to someone that I didn't think I was worth. I didn't think I had any worth. So obviously, in that situation, I was very, very timid, very intimidated. Um, and just the just the fact that either Bill and you were speaking to me at that moment, it was it was very nerve wracking. And having the faith to actually say, okay, these guys believe in me, so I should at least believe in myself, was really the first the first thing, the first step in moving towards my greatness, because at that moment I said, okay, I might not see something in myself, but there's so many people that can see it in me that I'm going to believe that it's there. And when I first started working with you, I remember that you were really expanding 
you were really pushing me to be outside of my comfort zone, but not because it was new uh, for you or for or because it was hard, but rather because I didn't believe in myself. And whenever whenever there's a growth stage, it's always going to be challenging. It's never going to be easy because you're going into new territory that you've never been you've never been before. And therefore, it's always going to be brand new. But once again, it's almost like putting a new pair of jeans. It's always going to be a little bit uncomfortable the first time you wear them. After a while, it will be very comfortable and they might even turn you into your favorite jeans. And that's really how it worked. You know, it was it was scary putting that money down, um, trying to believe in something that I've never seen. I've never been in. Um, it's, it's just it was just scary. But again, entrepreneurship is about taking risk and about believing in yourself and some people end up dying in the process and it's not about getting there uh it's about never giving up and just going for it even if it's scary yeah you know when i was talking about augmentino's principles like connect and serve and create value and contribute you know you actually epitomize that but you didn't really know that that's how i work with bill we were great friends right. but and he always wanted me to work with him but after i sold my mlm company best interest I was burnt out and I, I hit a wall man I know really what I wanted to do I knew what I didn't want to do at the time and I just went and I served him and you came and you served NBC and worked with us for long we worked a lot of times man we weren't even making money but we just right. kept going on and on and here you are today and the path that I'm at today the same path I watch you so for everyone who's listening I want you guys to just understand that serve man you got to be good you got to be useful so Jose can talk about one of the biggest challenges that you've had and how did you really overcome it? One of the biggest challenging uh, things that I've ever gone through is, is change. Change is, is really always has been a challenge. And I've come to realize that change is inevitable. We're always changing. We're never staying in the same, posi in the same position and we're never going back. You know, something might be comfortable uh, that you've done before, but if you really try going backwards, um, you could possibly get get there or stay there for a couple for just a moment, but you're going to be people are going to be miserable. Uh, depression is going to start setting in because as human beings, we're always trying to grow. We're always trying to get to the next level. Uh, for me, having I, I'm I'm a very um, organized individual to a certain point. So me knowing that things are not going to go my way was a challenge. <laughs> oh man, it was a challenge because. And even when we were uh, when uh, we were getting ready for speakers camps, things never went our way, and they never did. Either either the uh, the the books were not being ordered, or we had to place the order next day, or we literally had to figure out a local printing company and go and drive for hours. I mean, it, things never go the way that you want them to. Not all the time. When they do is great, but as entrepreneurs, we need to mold. We need to be flexible. We need to be adaptable to the situation. So that was one of the biggest challenges. Not going when things when things go wrong, don't go wrong with them. And that's literally what I implemented because things would always go wrong. And if I would have gone wrong with them, I would have been very crabby most of the time, <laughs> and uh, that wouldn't have been good. But learning to adapt was really how I overcame that, that situation. Those situations, even to this day, things don't work out the way that we always want them to. But now I know how to adapt and make it work. And if you know what? If we can't make it work, there's always a solution. There's always a solution to every problem. The universe has a solution for every problem that 
the problem hasn't, we haven't even thought about a problem yet, but there's already a solution to it. You know, there's so many inventions that are out there that are already out in the universe and nobody has thought about it yet. And if they have thought about it, nobody has implemented it. And there's a problem that goes along with that and there's already a solution. So we just have to really be in the moment and just uh, calm down and not go wrong with it. And that's how I, that's how I adapted. I remember we had a speaker's camp and we had a young lady working for us. We had to send her home at the beginning of the camp because she just really wouldn't cooperate. I remember we had a guy who uh, we paid on the video camp, the videotaped the entire camp and none of the video could be used for five days. I remember when Les Brown was coming to the camp and he was really sick. The doctors told him not to come and he came in a wheelchair. He was very weak. We almost had to hide him for a day. He was, so, he was in bad shape. <laughs> And we had to do everything, man, from getting the food to putting together the books, putting together curriculum to signing people in. We had to do everything in these camps for, for right. many, many, many years, man. It's so incredible. Now, if you look at your life today, man, I mean, so often uh, you pop up and you have pictures with celebrities. I remember uh, we were flying back from uh, Las Vegas and you got the last first class seat. Man, say, that's no more first class. I looked okay. at you in the last seat. Right. And you're sitting next to Wolf Blitzer. And it's so amazing because every time I looked up, it was Danny Glover, it was this celebrity or that. And you, the person that was shy, had pictures with everybody. Tell us how you learn to approach people like that, that are celebrities or famous. Because usually if somebody's like an introvert, they're a little, they'll talk themselves out of that. So how did you do that? So I learned how to separate um, my, my conscious mind from my unconscious mind, which is, I believe it's the truth. And the truth is that we're all important and we're all human beings trying to get to the next level. And at the end of the day, we're all going to have to leave this earth and to the next, you know, if you want to, if you believe in reincarnation, you can think that you're going to turn into a tree or whatever. But either way, we're all here for one purpose and that's to move forward, grow. And when it, when I, when I would think, when I would see someone, that would be considered quote unquote a celebrity or someone important that's somebody that placed the an order out into the universe or god or however you know you want to recall it um and he got what he wanted that person received what he asked for and we get what we ask for as well so they're no they're no they're no more important than you and i and when i look at someone i say you know what i'm very happy for that person but i'm gonna go take a picture and if that person doesn't like it, you know, oh, well, and it's not to be, it's not to be arrogant or anything like that, but they should also be appreciative that they're taking a picture with me because we're all human beings and we're all here. We're all important. We all have someone that cares about us. So it doesn't matter who that person is. There's still that human side of us or that spirit within us that we are important. And when you take that mindset, you can approach anyone, including uh, Michael Jackson's dad. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, I remember that. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story for another time, my friend. <laughs> hey, look, man, I was, um, I was just thinking about um, some of the different experiences. We've had so many, but I want to go into, uh, into your wheelhouse because now you have a very successful business in, in funding. You're still involved in marketing big time. You're one of the best I've ever met. You're a student of it. You you also, but talk about you know so many businesses fail because they're not pop, properly funded. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now and how do you bring value to people? So absolutely. So currently we have a company, eFunding Experts, 
in which we provide capital for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are always looking for money. They're always looking for solutions. If you can solve a problem, again, you can make a lot of money. Solving a problem is something that entrepreneurs do best, and that's the only thing that we do. If uh, We solve problems, but one of the biggest challenges that come along with any problem is the fact that you have to fund it. And whether you're a startup, a nonprofit, um, whether you're, char- you're doing something for charity, everything's requiring money. Real estate requires money. And for me, I just became resourceful. I'm a very resourceful individual. So we have many different programs for private lending, uh, term loans, credit lines, people with good credit, bad credit, medium credit. There's no, the problem is never having access to money. The challenge is always where to get it. And that's what we're, that's what we're here for. We have the resources for entrepreneurs to get up to $6 million, $16 million, depending on the project when it comes to those numbers, but three, up to $350,000 in three to five business days. Wow. So how does someone contact you and your company if they want to get funding for their business? Uh, they can contact us directly at 773-280-5365 or our website, which is efundingexperts.com. And that's www.efundingexperts.com. Or send me an email, getmoney@efundingexperts.com, and just go ahead and mention the James Bentley Show, and we'll definitely uh, hook you guys up with some special gifts and some promos that we have here, um, a book as well that I'm currently in the process of finishing and publishing, but we can give that out via PDF as well. Outstanding. That was get funding. No, get money at what? Get money at efundingexperts.com. At efundingexperts.com. Now, we've got a chance to travel a lot of places, man. You're one of those adventurous people. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the adventures of a Jose Baez right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Black Friday, every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to jd at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's jd 
at thejamesdendleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. And I'm here with Jose Baeza, uh, just a funding expert, but also a, a, not only call him a serial entrepreneur because he's laser focused with expertise in marketing and funding and helping people to monetize their gifts and goals. He's very resourceful and has a lot of connections. Jose, welcome back. Yes, Kijang. We were talking about on the break about um, just the why do you live in, why do you go and get these big mansions, even if maybe five or six of them, you're a single guy, five or six people, and you guys go get these big mansions or drive these luxury cars. And I know it's not about being materialistic because you're not a vain person, but what does it do to one's mindset? And tell us a little bit about that, if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the first values or a couple of values that I've learned um, over the, when, when growing into my entrepreneurship career is that number one, you get what you think about most of the time. Okay. Everything's energy. Energy is everything. Okay. And you can switch your energy, your attitude in a matter of seconds, as long as you have the right attitude and growing with a lot of mentors and a lot of people who would be considered successful, not monetarily, but just having what they want having access to the relationship that they're looking for, having access to the lifestyle that they're asking, having the number, having the amount of money in the bank that they're looking for. Everybody gets what we, uh, what they ask. Okay. Whether you ask for it or not, you're still asking by thinking about it. So one of the things that I've been able to implement is how do I put myself in a situation where I can expand my mind? And I started learning more about expansion um, when I started just taking trips to the dealership. You know, um, whenever somebody, I was very naive, actually. I was very naive. And that was a good thing because uh, I, really, I remember my first car. My first car, it was back in uh, when I was still around, when I was barely graduating high school. It was a Mercedes. But... I didn't know that Mercedes were luxury cars. Now that is sounds silly, but I just didn't know. I just, my mom asked me like, oh, you know, you're ready for your first car. What kind of car would you like? I said, I want a Mercedes, a BMW, or possibly like, um, I mentioned some other car that was really nice. And I remember my mom laughing at the idea. She like, if it was a joke and she didn't do it in a mean way, but I just didn't, it just completely went like all over my head. And I said, yeah, that's what I want. So I was looking up on Craigslist and I saw a car for $11,000, 11,500. It was a Mercedes, really nice coupe, very well taken care of over in Barrington. And I said, that's the car that I want. I didn't give it an excuse. I didn't say I don't have the money. I just said, that's the one that I want. That's the one I've been looking for. And I figured it out. I was calling my dad. I was calling my brothers. I was trying to see where do I get $11,000 in cash. And I remember I had to pull about a couple of credit cards. I put some uh, cash advances from credit cards. I put, I put some money from, uh, over from my dad that he let me borrow. And I was able to get $11,500 in cash in one day. That sounds crazy now because a lot of people, again, they put limitations that because you can't do this, you can't do that. And whatever you believe, that's what's going to happen. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And back then, I didn't know any of those terms. I didn't, nobody had mentioned to me that, you know, I couldn't. 
I just didn't, I mean, maybe they did, but I just, it just, like I said, it went over my head, mm -hmm. but I just realized I, I want this, I want it. And I got it. And I remember my dad, uh, I remember bringing the car back to my house and my mom was astonished. My dad couldn't believe it. And they were like, oh my God, that looks so beautiful. Yeah. It's just my car, my first car, you know, bought it in cash and subtitled under my name. But again, these are limitations that we all have. These are all filters of the mind that we kept, that we put ourselves. Because I started learning what I did unconsciously, I started applying it consciously. So I would go to dealerships, I would sit down and I would go ahead and test drive the car or I would just, you know, I, the sales rep would approach me, oh sir, can we help you? And I wouldn't be shy. I said, no, no, you can't, not right now. Yeah. But because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm a customer. I am a customer. I'm just not buying at this very moment, but I am going to buy at some point. So I would go and sit down. I would feel the nice leather. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe that people actually have access to this. And, and the things that we see that are out there that we want, we unconsciously believe that we can't have them because of all of our past experiences because our parents told us that we couldn't, because our parents told us that money was evil, because our parents told us that that's only for rich people and you're, we're not rich. Well, guess what? You don't have to be. Because in order for you to go to a dealership, you don't have to be rich. You can just go in there and just sit down in a car. Somebody doesn't like it, oh well. But guess what? It, gives you, it, 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 it plants a seed that it is possible because it's, if somebody can do it, then someone else can. And for me, when I started... Uh, when we started renting out Airbnbs, mansions in Beverly Hills, uh, Bel Air, I remember I would go get into an Uber and I would tell the Uber driver, oh, can you, I, this is the address that I need to go to. Oh man, you're staying in Bel Air. You're staying in Beverly Hills. I'm like, yeah, but I'm thinking like, dude, this cost me $500 for the weekend. Like there's, you know, there's hotels out there that are way more expensive than that. Yet I'm over here staying in an Airbnb and a mansion for $500. But get, yet again, the most valuable thing that goes in there is the fact that you get a chance to not, uh, live in the vibration of abundance and in the vibration of wealth and happiness. And guess what? Not all of them might not be happy. But again, everybody controls their own life. And you want to have the opportunity to control your own life. You want to have the opportunity to con to be in a situation where you get to decide what attitude you take. If you're a if you're a grumpy person with money, then you're a grumpy person with money. But you could also be a happy person with money. But to make that your decision. And for me, when I started being around wealthy individuals, when I actually got the key from the owner of a five million dollar mansion in Bel Air, there's a bit different experience than getting greeted over at a hotel over at the Westin. You know, and saying like, here, sir, here's your key card. You know, it's a different experience. And it's just a matter of expanding your mindset that things are possible. And you never, you don't know what you're going to want unless you experience it. Because many of you guys might not want that big mansion. Many of you guys might not want that lifestyle. Maybe, maybe you guys, some of you guys might not want traveling. But how are you really going to know unless you don't go for it? You know, at least have the opportunity to put yourself in a situation where you at least you give yourself a chance to try out the pie and see if you like it. If not, just return it. Does that make sense? So yes. because of that reason, I started going through all these things. And I and guess what? I, I rented a Ferrari for a day 
it turned out to be more expensive because I didn't know they charge you for uh, the miles. <laughs> uh, so it was an extra, it was an extra thousand dollars for the day. But you know, you I guess you pay for it. Um, but it was super fun. And guess what? I don't want a Ferrari because they're not that to me. They're not that great after I drove that one. I was like, ah, uh, the fun is only for the first couple of hours. After a while, you're you kind of forget what kind of car you're driving, anyways. Um, but again, just give you guys, just give yourself an opportunity to expand, to grow, to have new experiences. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Many of you guys spend $500, $200, $1,000 on shoes. A one pair of shoes, I've seen one pair of shoes cost $900, $1,200, even $2,000. Many of you guys go out there and spend a lot of money on, on a jacket. Why not spend that money on yourself? And if not in a seminar, why not spend it on an experience that's going to be forever yours? Why not be able to, when you're older, be able to say, hey, I've drove a Ferrari before. Many of you guys are not doing that, not because you don't want it. You may say that you don't want it, but it's because you don't believe that you can have it. You don't believe that you can at least get in it. You don't believe that you can. Today, this is the, this is, we're living in a world where everything and anything is possible. We're living in a world where one of the biggest banks doesn't have any money. You look at Bitcoin, it doesn't have any money. It's, it's all on the internet. You look at Airbnb, it doesn't have any hotels. Everything owned by, the other, by other individuals. You look at Uber, one of the biggest taxi companies or transportation companies, it doesn't own any taxis or any vehicles. So why not be able to live the lifestyle that you want without actually having to spend a, a lot of money? You don't have to do that. It's not about the money. It's about the experience. It's about the growth. It's about being able to take your, take your kids and say, you know what? Um, give them a, give them a different experience with no limitations. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, man, I, I just love hearing you talk this way because I remember when you couldn't and I love right. when you get on stage because I remember you had that first day and for all you speakers out there, you know, I get a chance to train speakers and, and teach people how to be uh, business owners, whether it be home-based business or traditional. And we're doing it for quite some time with a lot of success. First of all, I'm going to claim you as my 83rd millionaire, if that's okay with you. Because <laughs> I had course, a little bit to do with it, a little bit. And uh, also, I want to just share something with everyone else because we closed the show in about five minutes. I watched Jose and a gentleman named Alex work for another uh, gentleman that I used to put on my stages. And they were doing the marketing behind him, teaching building business fundings and funnels. I'm sorry, build, building business funnels and not really knowing how to do it, but learning on the job to do it. And they actually would work 12 hours a day, and they weren't getting paid. And they would do it every day. Am I right, Jose? That is correct. Absolutely. <laughs> they work a month. And in a month's time, what's the, the lowest amount you made in the whole 30 days of working? Oh, it was, it was bad. I mean, I would sell, I would sell some, uh, I would sell a $1,000, $5,000 funnel. We would get nothing. I was living off of a dollar hot dogs every day. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I remember crying. I remember being so frustrated that I would actually, you know, I would, I would call James and I would say, he said that I couldn't sell. And, uh, you know, those are the moments that really made me who I am today because I just didn't believe in myself and I stopped crying for myself and I said, I'm going to do something, you know, instead of just complaining about it. Yeah. That's why we always talk of you're going to cry. You cry to fight. Don't cry to quit. Yeah. And, hey, you, and you paid the price, man. And how old are you now? I'm 30. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish. 
you know, you paid the price for retail. I remember when you were working with credit card processing, paying the price. Things didn't always go right. People didn't always uh, act were, were fair. But you kept going, you kept going, and you kept going, man. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And happy for the folks of you that are listening and watching and that will get a chance to hear you, but also in the future to get a chance to meet you. I'm sure we're going to be at uh, Bill Walsh's Power Team Inspiration 2020 event. It's going to take place at the end of the month at his home uh, and in a hotel nearby because that's where we all come together and congregate. And we've got some exciting things happening right now with Inspired to Speak which we'll, you're one of the founding members and one of the owners of everything that we've ever done, man, because this is something we built together. And, and now we're going to be going to Spain in September. We'll be in Houston in December. We'll be in Dubai and in India in, uh, in uh, February and March. We got the marketers cruise coming back up. Uh, end of January, we're going to do four islands, eight days with 400 Internet marketers. We invite each and every one of you. If you're interested and you want to know about more of these events, simply shoot me an email at JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. And if you're interested in getting some business funding uh, and begin to get a line of credit, you know, when you want to build a business, expand real estate, use other people's money to do that. You get a line of credit, you only pay for it if you use it, but you have it accessible. So find out if you can't get it, find out how you can get it. And Jose, how can they contact you again? They can go ahead and contact me directly at getmoney at efundingexperts.com and just mention that you, uh, that you listened to this interview at the James Dentley Show. And uh, we'll definitely give you that. We'll talk about some of the promos and specials that we'll do for you, a special gift. And also you can go to my website at www.efundingexperts.com forward slash get started. And again, just mention the jamesdentleyshow.com for a special gift. And you can also reach me at my number, um, which is 773-280-5365. Um, and always, uh, always a pleasure being on your show, James. So thank you so much as well. Well, I'm glad to have you, man. I'm glad that, that we chatted yesterday. I know you've been super busy and I've been traveling. But as we close the show, remember the principles of success. Number one, engage. Number two, you embrace the challenges. Number three, you uh, connect and you serve. Build connections. Quality, value-based relationships. That's the key. Create value everywhere you go. Be good and be useful and contribute. Give back. Don't ever have a mindset of lack. There's abundance in the world that's enough for you, that's enough for me, that's enough for you to fulfill your wildest dreams. So that's going to conclude our show. I want to thank you, Jose, for tuning in. Thank each and every one of you all. I would ask you all to please share of these messages of hope and inspiration. Hopefully you got something great from the show. Hopefully you can contact Jose and he can serve you in the show. And oh, by the way, we just launched our own construction company. So now we have the rehab ability and we have the heat and air conditioning and all that good stuff too. And we're doing some cool things with real estate along with Jose. So we look forward to seeing you all on next Friday. Tune in for the James Dilley Show. Remember, we don't think outside the box because in our world, there is no box. That concludes our show. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.